Well, hello there, and welcome to episode six of Stories from a Bar. I'm your host, Chris Osborne, and joining me for episode six is friend and colleague Mike Townshed. How the hell are you, buddy? Good. Nice it's, to uh, see you. It's great. Yeah, it's great to see you. We only saw each other just a few hours ago. Yes, so. you know, can't be separated. Nope, not at all. So there are a couple different things going on for this episode. This is the first in a few different ways. Uh, first off, this is the first episode I'm doing outside of an actual bar, and we'll get to the reason for that in a minute. And secondly, this is my new recording setup with two microphones that I'm using, so now we can sit across from each other. Yes. Which makes it a little less awkward than those my single open-air mic where I'm sitting next to people. Yeah, we have to, <laughs> uh, like, country music style, sidled up to the same microphone. Yes, we also set up our own little makeshift bar here. This is a very special bar. It Chris. is. Do you want to tell them why? Well, you, let's call this the homebrew edition of Stories from a Bar. There is still a bar, technically, because we're calling it a bar. But the idea behind this was to go to a local beverage center. And basically, we I specifically asked the clerk, and you could see the smile on his face when I did, what is the worst of the worst that you have? So also this is this is a store that's known quite well for having really good beer. Like we specifically went to a place that has amazing beer and asked them for the worst that they had. And you could see the smile just come across the clerk's face and then how happy he seemed when he was asking the other guy, Hey, go back there with them and give them the stuff that doesn't sell. <laughs> yeah. This was this is like a, a dream come true for them in many ways you could tell. So, you're my guinea pig for this equipment and uh, the first home recording here. Yes. So, we are starting out, uh, well, normally, I usually thank a guest for being on the show, but I guess I should thank you for letting us record at your house. Yes. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what are we starting out with? Why don't you uh, give the listeners so, our first beer here? Of the many horrendous beers that we have picked to sample this evening, today's first is Labatt Blue Light Lime. Lime. So I've Ugh. I've got a big like gripe against the lime beers. And what is that? Just that why would you do it? Why would you make a beer like that? I have not taken a sip of this one yet. You did. I did. I I had a preview. I wish I had not had a preview. <laughs> so uh so, cheers. Cheers to, cheers to that one. Let's uh take a sip. Did I just drink water or a beer? I can't tell. It tastes a lot like water. It's got like a really slimy mouth feel to it. It's not nice. It's it's it not do, nice. It doesn't taste like beer, and it, it doesn't taste like lime. I, I get, exactly, I get the taste of neither beer nor lime. It's like they just put lime on the label and then took all the taste out. I don't know. I mean, Labatt Blue Light can't be that flavorful either. I haven't had, I've, mostly I'm, uh, when I drink Labatt, when I go to that level, it's regular Labatt. Like, I'm not a Labatt Light. Well, I mean, Labatt in general's okay. I used to drink a lot of it in college. <laughs> yeah, me too. Same. But for some reason, I can taste neither Labatt nor lime in this one. No, no. Um, very weird aftertaste, too. What? Like, again, what taste? I don't know. I, it's And it smells a little funky, too. Uh, it does kind of smell funky. That's not a good sign. No, no. Um, you can see why this is probably not a popular seller for most it, people. And why the guy was probably laughing as he was filling up our six-pack for us. Yes, Um so these are the ones that were notorious in the store for not selling to anybody. No one would buy these. <laughs> so these are the ones that we're trying. These are not necessarily the ones that, like on the top of, you know, beer advocates' worst beers list. No, no. But. And in fact, as I was I was looking into like the worst beers, if you just Google worst beers, there seems to be a general consensus among top three. And uh, I wasn't looking for like the beers everyone knows. I kind of wanted to keep this focused on lesser-known or craft-type beers, just because they yep. usually have the weirdest names. <laughs> yes, yes. Or tastes, I'll say. But the the top three beers, if you just like Google the worst ones, always came out. It was, first off, Milwaukee's Best and Milwaukee's... No, Natural... Is it Nat? It's, it's Natty Light. I Natty think Light was Number was, one worst beer. Natty overall. Light and Natty Ice were always in the top three. Yep. But they would select well, 55. It was funny. All the list I looked at, Natty Ice and Natty Light would switch between one and three. But okay. Bud Select 55 was that consistent number Always two. Always number two. Worst <laughs> beer of all time. We don't know why, but it can't be good. No. Uh, so what? do you have like a, a personal history with drinking bad beer? Like, What's the worst beer you've ever had? Oh, no brainer. Uh, we used to work with... 
Like, as I mentioned earlier in the show, in the opening, we're co-workers, but I don't think you started when another guy, Philip, was there. No. Okay. I've heard the legend of Yeah, of the, this man. the legend of Superstar is I nicknamed him and it stuck. He no longer works there. Nothing bad happened. No. He got another job somewhere. <laughs> yes. Well, shout out to you, Superstar, if you're listening. Superstar and his suggestion of the Apricot Wheat. Uh, I think it was the Ithaca Brewing Company. I tried it. And we're no longer friends now. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. That's rough. I still... So uh, if he's listening, Philip, I hate you. <laughs> that's really bad. Why? What did? Uh, what's your worst? So uh, what we used to do in college... Oh, and I should also mention our goal is to actually finish these beers. We're not just cracking them open. And... Yeah, th- this, is, this is not like uh, a simple taste. This is... This is we're drinking drink as the, we... T- yeah. Drink the whole thing, and it's, it's not pleasant. No. So... I went to college at Michigan State University in East Lansing, and so one of the things we would do was watch the Pistons games, but we would go to, like, 7-Eleven, and we would get the worst 40 ounces of all time. So, So what, like Old English? Old English, King Cobra, Steel Reserve. (laughs) um, The malt. And I I would still say, yeah, I mean, maybe that's a different category because it's a malt, but I would still say that if you have not been bitten by the King Cobra... You have not had the worst beer of all time. That's that's probably one of the worst beer or drinking experiences uh, I've ever had. I haven't done the King Cobra. The oldie, as I like to call it. Yes, that I've definitely had. Have you done the 40 hands where they just tape them to your hands? I have not. Done I haven't done that. Hands. I have no desire to do that. That seems like cruelty to, like, <laughs> to, to whomever is the participant. It really does. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll make jokes throughout the episode, but we actually had other subject matter I wanted to get to. Yes. Uh, more important specific, things. Important things, I'll call them. More specifically, a subject that came up at work that we talked about earlier in the week and sent me down a weird-ass rabbit hole. I don't remember how it came up. But you we, did a lot of research. I did that. a lot of research. It wasn't even my intention to. I just... You, you were gripped. Yeah, I was... You it, had the fever. It, yeah, I had the fever. The creepy clown fever. The creepy clown fever. So the idea was... <laughs> Why do people get scared of clowns, and when did clowns go bad? That's, that was like the driving question. It, it was right? the driving question, and I found some pretty interesting stuff. First off, the consensus, at least in American pop culture, seemed to be John Wayne Gacy was yes. the turning point where America really started to fear clowns. Notorious serial killer. <laughs> yes, John Wayne Gacy. But in my quest for knowledge on bad clowns i discovered there's actually a book called bad clowns yes this was a delight to you you this, were you were like the the happiest i've ever seen you i've been talking about it book. the last three days yeah <laughs> you were you were very very happy about this so bad clowns written by a benjamin radford and i read a few excerpts and i'll get to i don't know if i'd call it the highlight but uh certainly an intriguing clown that he lists in his book Yes, but none of these none of these are really like so bad beer and bad clowns. Bad beer, yeah. bad clowns. None of none of these are super um, comforting to listen to. <laughs> just stories about. Well, I'll start up. Well, what is uh, like I said in my creepy clown research? I should also mention that. Well, I will save that part until we get through this list. Okay. Another another Google search I performed shortly after just creepy clowns. But <laughs> this this was a very deep rabbit hole he went down. It was. And I've seen shit I cannot unsee now. That's what you told me, and I believe you. <laughs> you, you seem like someone had hurt you. So <laughs> I feel emotionally scarred. This book, of course, has a top ten bad clown list. Yeah. But there's a lot of those out there, so this is, I don't know. I guess your top ten most fearful clowns are up to you. <laughs> But there's a few on this list that I found uh, pretty intriguing. And, and and very weird. And some of them were not ones that we had heard before. No, but the first one they list off is the Joker, which, yeah. honest, the Batman villain, honestly, I don't know just the fact that he's a comic book character, like a big one, a main one, that everyone knows. I never just thought of him as an actual clown. <laughs> I know, and we were talking about this earlier, and you, you almost didn't even want to mention it, because you, you you felt like maybe he wasn't creepy enough, or maybe not enough of a clown. It's not the kind of creepy clown I was thinking when yeah. I googled. I'm talking about the ones that just lurk around, you yep. don't know what they're going to do. See, that's that was one of the key ingredients, too, of what makes clowns creepy. It's not it unexpected. Is. It know? is, and... I can't believe I did this much research on creepy clowns. I feel like I haven't researched this some, something this much since college in the last three days. 
when I could have done anything else that's absolutely more productive. This was this was like a uh, thesis for you. This is like an independent study. He he dive. It was a very very deep dive. In the studies I was looking at, that is the general consensus of what makes clowns creepy. You don't know what they're gonna do. Don't know what they're gonna do. You can't see their face, and you just don't know. Unexpected. Are they gonna make you laugh? If they're gonna make you laugh, touch you, hit you, or just stand creep there and out. creep you out, run around, run around. You don't know. No, you do not know. So, I don't remember. We just took a quick little break because we're going to move on to our second beer. I don't know. Which one do you want to go with? We've got five more here to try to why don't, why reluctantly don't we, chug down. Why don't we try Dale's Pale Ale? Dale's Pale Ale. So, this one stood out to us on the store shelves. So this one My, was really... I saw this. The can has a, uh, a red, white, and blue color. And it was funny. My first thought when I saw this was, this looks like it was brewed in a redneck's bathtub somewhere down south. Yes. Very simple, kind of off-putting can design. It's, it's like <laughs> it, red, white, and blue, like really grungy-looking font. Yes, and it's by Osaka Blues Brewery. I've not tried this before. So we don't know if this is good or bad. No, so let's, let's take a sip. It smells a little like scotch tape, and I'm not sure why. Oh. <coughs> oh. Oh, God. Oh. I'm like, not sure that that's pale, and I'm not sure that that's ale. I think it's goat urine. It may, it may well be. So, uh, hashtag not sponsored by Osaka Brewery or no, whatever it is. No, they're not. They will never be a sponsor of the podcast. Burning bridges, bud. That, hey, that's why I said no place local. Yes, yes. But got to got to keep it above the but belt. By God, we're going to get our money's worth and finish these. Oh, man, what have we done? Back to the creepy clowns. Because like mm-hmm. I said, this has been bothering me all week. I have a list here. The Joker was, they had the Joker listed as their number one creepiest clown. Yep. I guess I never thought of him that way, but yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, and been around for a long time. First appeared in 1940 issue of the Batman comics. Uh, so it's it's quite a long-standing creepy clown for a he, lot of people. Yes. Uh, there's also characters on here I've never heard of. Yes. <clears throat> Mr. Punch. I've never heard of this guy. Did Mr. You? Punch. The red-capped, gleeful, wife-abusing, serial killer star of Punch and Judy puppet shows since the 1600s. Oh, you know, I Punch and Judy, I have heard of that. Remains popular today as family entertainment, which seems to contradict the, the first The statement. first part of it, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, have you ever been to, like, a Renaissance fair and they have that little well, puppet booth and they just beat, oh, yeah. beat each other up? That's, that's what Punch it is. Punch and Judy, yeah, yeah. I looked it up. I just went to Wikipedia afterwards, and that's what it was. It was kids and their parents sitting around that little puppet show somebody behind the booth with a puppet on each hand and i can't believe it was family entertainment it's very weird it's not something that uh most people would seek out i don't think so mr punch mr punch yeah that was just seeing kids and their parents out there watching this puppet show of a clown that just and beats his wife and murders. Yeah, it's it's pantomime. It's like a whole show about domestic abuse. It, for kids, it is, which is really really weird. It is super weird, and it's been going on since the 1600s, right? 15, yeah, 1600s. And that's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, I'd say that would put an early childhood scar over the clown <laughs> issue, <laughs> metaphorically, a metaphorical scar. So the uh, one of the other things that is interesting about the research of why clowns are creepy is because of the face paint too, because it alters the face in such a way that it alters the face and it, from what I, other stuff I was reading, accentuates any abnormalities. Yep, and so it becomes almost corpse-like, and people have a real aversion to dead bodies. <laughs> so if it, that's kind of what freaks people well, out psychologically about clowns. Rephrase that: most people have an aversion to dead bodies. Yes. <laughs> People who work in mortuaries might be a little bit immune to that. They might be amenable, I'll say. One of the standouts. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's one of the worst. (laughs) We're still trying to drink this goat urine. Uh, Dale. One of the things I did not count on when I came up with this idea to pick out the worst beers in going to one of those make-your-own-six-pack places, the six-pack selection is usually not in the cooler. Yes, so, so these are warm. These so. are like room temperature now because we only had so much time between <laughs> picking them up. So we to make it even better for the listening public at home, we are drinking room temperature terrible beers. 
to accentuate their to natural you, flavor and body. And to warn any listeners, you don't want to drink this. Well, you know, the thing that I will say for Dale's Pale Ale is good lacing on the inside of the cup. Do you see the do you see the head coming down? <laughs> Supposedly that's one of the harder things there was, to achieve. There was a lot brewing. of foam. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that's where Dale put all his attention to? D- yeah, Dale focused entirely on the foam and not on the beer, apparently. <laughs> so this is uh every time I, I drink it I'm not having fun. <laughs> Back to the clowns. One of the uh one of the ones that stood out. Ouchie the S and M clown. Ouchie the clown. San Francisco-based Ouchie the Clown has been dispensing bondage and beatings to deserving slash undeserving. <laughs> this is like clients since 2001 in America's premier provider of adult clown services. Why would you pay for that? I don't know. <laughs> and the, the one thing that stuck out the most to me is I was, because the list I was looking at had pictures of the clowns. Yeah. He's not even a good looking guy. He looked overweight. Okay. Bald, just wearing his clown cap. You could tell he didn't have any hair. Some people are into that. With just his face painted. No judgment here. I'm not not (laughs) trying to judge someone based on looks. It's the clown factor. Yes. This is... It's it's hideous sometimes with the clowns, yeah. I did not go into more research than this statement on him. Yep. Mainly because I was afraid of... (laughs) Afraid of the kind of websites that would come up. Yes, yes. So that's not a really good thing to have in your internet search history looking for Ouchie the Clown. So not recommended. <laughs> but I um, will say I'm not surprised he's in San Francisco. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, what else is on the list? We have, of course, Pennywise. Yes, the famous clown from Stephen King's It, which we were both surprised to find. That's uh, not the real turning point of like the evil clown yeah, in, in terms in of America, yeah, for where people really culture. started feeling, fearing, because that was that was when people he was really, creepy as shit. Yes, yes, Tim Curry was amazing. As Which Pennywise the well. book came out in the '86, movie in '90 with Tim Curry. Yep. So just about it, and of course there was the remake. What last year now? And the remake was really good. Did you see? I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen yeah. that. If you're looking for where America kind of really developed their fear clowns. Stephen King certainly helped. And he helped. He advanced it greatly, but John Wayne Gacy laid that f- foundation. Yes. Yep. So that that is the next clown on the list. He is the next clown on the list, serial killer, who liked to dress up. He was not a professional clown. No. He was actually a contractor and would dress up in cl- as a clown, kind of like by request. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I don't even know where to go there. He's also the subject <clears throat> of a... Uh, indie rock song by Sufjan Stevens, John Wayne Gacy. Okay. Yeah. Is he really? He is, yeah. I know the artist, but I haven't heard that it's song. It's the, uh, mm-hmm. it's what, you know, it's a very weird song, because it's written from his, like, the point of view of a, a murdered guy who was <laughs> murdered by John Wayne Gacy. All right. Ish. So look it up if you get the chance. <laughs> I will look that up later on. Of course, he killed dozens, stabbing and strangulation. Yep. In the Chicago area. Chicago area. Like I said, never a professional clown contractor by trade he occasionally volunteered as pogo the clown which was his clown ego and And painting clowns when he was in prison is what really freaked people out yeah and he does he looks very freaky in the picture oh oh, yeah he's disturbing looking in the way that a lot of murderers have the natural snake eyes that just they look like they want to rip you apart imagine that coming from a clown (laughs) i don't know i don't want to imagine it (laughs) Uh, I think it's time to move on to our third beer. Yes. This one is Mama's Little Yellow Pills, which I just realized was the same brewery as good old Dale. Yeah. Dale's so Bale. Os- we were surprised Osaka Blues Brewery. The key line I remember the uh, the guy at the beverage center as he picked this one up was, I call this one Mama's Little Yellow Piss. Yes. So, you know, not not well favored with our beer salesman. He, so, was, he was not happy about no, it. He, well, he laughed because he knew we were going to drink yes. it. Yes. So he was having fun at our expense, but uh, <laughs> he, he, did, he was not a fan of this one. He did not appear to be a fan. So let's give this one a try. Mm. Oh, that has the strongest stench of the three so far. That That's skunky, man. That is, oh. How do you... Do they just have a skunk spray into the can? Well, I know like one of the big things that ends up skunking beer is light. 
And this is in an aluminum can. What, did they blew, brew this one out in the middle of an island in the ocean? <laughs> like on, in the middle of the desert. In the desert? <laughs> in the middle of the de- midday this desert straight. exterior. <laughs> we don't have a roof over our brewery. It's just a tank in the middle of the desert. <laughs> I think this is even worse than Dale's Pale Ale, don't you think? I'd rather drink Dale's Pale Ale from his, straight from his bathtub. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Why did they think this was a good idea? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What uh, I think, what are the there are some pretty grim statistics about new breweries and like how well, often they fail. Let to me throw and, this out there: we really have no other knowledge about Osaka Blues Brewery other than these two beers. So I'm not going to say <laughs> that all of their stuff is terrible. No, but these, they, they these might, two in particular, they these two are not are not the best showing. I'm recommending staying away from as I continue to try they, drink it because they uh, like. Kind of gives you gut rot too, because it's like it seems I like feel it's it. very acidic. I it's feel like it burning going down. I feel it inside me. You know, <laughs> you know the uh, uh, David Cross show. Um, I thought you were going to follow that up with a, "That's what she said." That's but, what she okay. said. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, uh, you can edit this in. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm going to let that play out just as it did. <laughs> Rewind that uh, a little bit, and we can yeah. <laughs> Just imagine that that had followed right Yes, after. just imagine you said that immediately after what I said. Yeah, but Todd Margaret with David Cross, where he's trying to sell the Korean, like North Korean energy drink called Thunder Muscle. Like this, <laughs> this reminds me of Thunder Muscle. Like this seems like something that is borderline illegal to have on the shelves. <laughs> Like this is just you gotta you gotta sell this hard. All I see when I take a sip of this is that beverage guy laughing at us. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and it may be appropriate that we're talking about clowns because there was a lot of laughter at the beer store. So I, I think we made their day. I think so. They seemed they seemed very happy to help. Yes, they did. Uh, what else was on this list? There was Frenchie the Clown, which which was just a National Lampoon in their magazines clown that they created. I'm gonna skip over him. Okay. <laughs> He's don't care about him. Shakes the clown. <laughs> See that? Like that's funny to me. You're like, yeah, nope, not that one. Don't care. <laughs> Screw that clown. I didn't even read National Lampoon. He he had a thing with drugs, sex, and National Lampoon stuff that you would expect to see in any of their more comics. more of a Mad Magazine. Yeah, guy, right. Shakes the clown. The name sounds familiar. I want to say I've heard of him, but the description I yes. don't remember anything about an actual movie. The description says, written and portrayed by Bobcat Goldwig. Shakes the Clown was featured in the 1991 film of the same name. This was my favorite line in the description. Described as the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. That's a very That should have been the tagline on the movie poster. If it's not, they were not doing their job well. No. That's amazing, yeah. Someone failed at their job if that was not the tagline of the movie. Apparently, in the film, Shakes is framed for a murder by a rival clown <laughs> and must clear his name while sobering up, reuniting with his lost love, and harassing mimes in his spare time. That sounds phenomenal, and I'm going to look this movie up. I, I feel <clears throat> like that's that's maybe... Uh, uh, I think that's worth can, a watch. You can come back with an update in a future episode and let people I'm going know how to. the movie is. Yeah. We, should, we, can get, we can get another terrible... <laughs> live stream it, get another terrible six-pack as we do it. Yes, that could that could be a good sequel to this one. Another homebrew Remember, edition. Another homebrew edition. Remember, folks, we're doing this for you. This is so you avoid the stuff that you probably should not get at the store, yes. Now, uh, and avoid the clowns who will make your life miserable. Yes. avoid. Well, you should avoid clowns at all costs to begin with. But uh, I saved the clown I did the most research on for last. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this is, this is like a regrettable thing to be researching. This is not, I, uh, he, this is yes. not good, man. <laughs> Crotchy the clown, yes, I said Crotchy, was yes. who I had never heard of. I don't know why I was intrigued. Crotchy the Clown was charged with obscenity for exposing himself while hosting a public access show called Cosmic Comedy in the 1990s. This, this gets better and better. Oh, it gets better. Wait, I, I, <laughs> in my additional research, I took some notes. Uh. He appealed his conviction, and his case ended up with the Nebraska Supreme Court being forced to watch him, let's say, finish off a certain self-pleasuring task. Yes, yes. So, <clears throat> so like Conan O'Brien's favorite bear... Uh, the self-pleasuring <laughs> bear. This was the self-pleasuring clown. And in Nebraska... Oh, God. This, oh, this, that's this very is, bad. This beer is hurting my stomach. 
I kind of wish we had like a video of this just to see like the facial reactions because you're, you're uh, we're both wincing every every sip we take. I thought about taking videos. That was a good idea. We yeah, yeah. Like this is this reminds me of some of those YouTube ones where like people are eating hot peppers and like trying to talk about things. You know, oh yeah, this, I ca- is, this is nasty stuff. If folks. I compare Dale's pale ale to goat urine. I don't know what I would compare this to. Let, let, let me give it another taste. Okay, give oh, it a taste. God. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not good. Um, this tastes a little bit like flat beer that's been sitting in a solo cup after a beer pong game for like maybe a week. Ooh, that's a good... Like like the All the I would dry... add to that would be if you took that solo cup and put it in someone's trunk... For a solid 24 hours with yes. the sun beating down. Yes, you know, um, real hot beer is what it tastes like. Here. <laughs> it tastes like a good hot beer. Tastes like a good hot beer, yes. Even though it's room temperature beer. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's nasty. Like, it's... Ugh. Yeah. This, this is, like, already <laughs> giving me heartburn. Like, this is a nasty beer. Back to Crotchy the Clown. Crotchy I had the some, Clown. <laughs> I had some more notes on <laughs> Focus, man. Focus! <laughs> Oh, what a, well, we're three beers deep now anyway. Two oh, beers. that's regrettable. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so we had his, as it turns out, his public access show was in 1995. He was a school bus driver. Why am I not Was his day that? job. I feel like that seems pretty inappropriate, even more inappropriate. Yeah, this, this, this is getting worse and worse, man. <laughs> in Lincoln, Nebraska. Ugh. Apparently, the show was actually... You wonder why he was caught pleasuring himself on the show. It's because it was a public access show where, dressed as a clown, he would review adult films with clips. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you you were saying that, for some reason, under Nebraska state law, this was not something... Apparently, from... Uh, I got to read a couple pages from the Bad Clowns book, because this is where yeah. they talked about him. Apparently, local citizens, as appalled as they may have been... It somehow did not meet the legal definition of obscenity for Lincoln, Nebraska. Yes. Which and that's boggles my mind. That's surprising. It boggles my mind. I mean, we do know that the Western states, like... like I lived in the South for a long time. Yeah. That was the Bible Belt. If there was another Bible Belt, it would be the Midwest. Well, yeah, but, you, you know, sometimes the Western states is just kind of are content to let people do what they want, but this seems very extreme. My favorite... I'll say explanation of what he did in the book. <laughs> Again, this was in the Bad Clowns book, so I can't take credit for this pun, but I really wish I could. He uh, he got in trouble when he juggled one ball too many and crossed a line. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is this is a direct callback to the uh, the dad joke episode. I it mean, was. That's, that's that's a very good. This was uh, better than any of the dad jokes. Uh, I'll um, admit that. Uh, well, you know, that's, because that's a, that's a low bar to climb over. Well, but. thank you. Uh, <laughs> that crossing the line, you may ask, is because he was, when he was uh, caught, we'll say, finishing one of his reviews, uh, uh, he was naked except for face paint, and the camera was on him from chest up Well, he was finishing his review of an adult film. And, and a jury was forced to watch And a jury was forced the, to watch uh, that. Proceedings, yeah. <clears throat> Apparently other parts of the show. Oh, man. <laughs> well, this, is a, this is kind of a depressing list. <laughs> it is, but it's fascinating. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. Why America is so creeped out by clowns. Yeah. Mainly, let me put it this way, clown wallpaper when you're a kid does not help. No. Did you have that? No. Luckily, I did not. Part of the household? No. When you were growing up? That was another thing that a lot of uh, the studies I read listed. Clown wallpaper? Yeah. Like, why would you think that was a good idea? I don't... It's always so (laughs) creepy. Go to bed, little Jeffrey. Here's the clown. (laughs) There's no good pictures of clowns, whether they're evil or not. (laughs) No, I mean, this this is like a terrible idea. This is is just bad parenting right there. It's like, you know... uh, 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 honey, what are, what are kids like nowadays? Clowns. Uh, let's put the wallpaper with the clowns in in the room. He'll like it. You know, like this is not this is not a good thing, man. I should also mention that in my research, I actually googled the term clown beatings. Yes, surprising <laughs> number of videos you find. Right? Well, 
It's not even that. It's the fact that all the results were videos, basically. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, how many clowns have been beating? Beating. B10. Yes. <laughs> we're drinking these beers pretty fast. Yes. It's a good time. It is. But uh, before I go into some good clown beating antics, I'm ready for the next one. What okay. about you? All right. Um, you want to do uh, pork slap pale ale? Pork slap. So pork slap I have had before. So it's... I don't remember it being too good, and I don't remember it being too bad. But let's let's see how we feel about we'll it. We'll see how this goes. Let's give it a good pour. We mostly picked it because it has a fantastic name. I was only focused on the name. And the logo is a pig giving a high five. Right? No, Two they're not. Giving even, a high they're oh, giving belly, belly bust. Belly bump. Yeah. Not the chest bump, the belly bump. The belly bump. So that's a hell of a logo. Whoever made this, our hat's off to the logo designer for Pork Slap Beer. The Barnyard Series, as it's called. <laughs> what is... I don't know if this is an actual... What the brewery actual <laughs> actually is. Uh, yeah, let me... let me. You take, take a look, a look at, at that. Can. I'm going to try to take a sip through all this foam. Butternuts Beer and Ale <laughs> is the name, I think. I'm, am I... Yeah, Butternuts Beer. This is actually a New York beer. I have to say, compared, to the, compared to the rest of them, though, this is like angelic. This is... This is... You know, this is, this is not... This has the weirdest texture of any of the beers I've drinking so far, but somehow it's not worse than Mama's Little Yellow Pills. No, it, it's kind of like a cream ale almost. You know, it's got it's got a uh, softness to it when you drink it, and it's got like a silkiness to it. Silkiness, yeah. I don't but care for it. I, you know, it's it's not the worst though. It's definitely. I feel like I could taste pig. I don't. Do they flavor it with beer? Flavor? Do they flavor it with beer? Uh, <laughs> pork flavored with beer. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Um. Have you ever done any or tried to do like any home brewing or anything? I have not. I really so, think I would blow something up. Uh, it's it's, it's not going to come it's out. It's not good. that dangerous, but this, you know, there's a lot of. It feels uh, like a failed attempt at the homebrew. It does. Uh, it, well, yeah. It, it it feels like. Like one of those kits that you get, like a Mr. Beer kit, you know, and, and you got like the nasty syrup that you've been mixing around. That's and, what it is. It tastes like a bad syrup. Yeah. Yeah. So it must be syrup based. It's it's not even real grains. That's that's a common thing with uh, cheaper beers. I think. All right. So back to clown beatings. Yes. Clown beatings. <laughs> so we're actually getting into a discussion of beer. Yes. <laughs> back to the clown. Back, back to beating a clown. <laughs> So I googled clown beatings, this which people. I told a few people that I just googled clown beatings, and just immediately they shook their head and looked down. I yeah, I mean it's a hard thing to like get on board for, Chris. <laughs> you know, but and to my surprise, pretty much, I was expecting a few videos just based on news stories that have come out yep. over the last few years, especially but, around when the new. It movie came out because oh they were like, oh yeah it was going around the country yeah. where clowns were coming out of the woods, but uh, I did not respect basically only videos of people beating clowns. This is like a hundred percent pretty much videos. This, that you've if found, you yeah. Google clown beatings, you're going to get more videos than articles by far, and <laughs> and you will regret watching most. You of will. Them. <laughs> like I said before, I started this. I've seen shit I cannot unsee. Yes, um, but uh, the descriptions of what you told me about it were not. It did not seem fun. No, certainly not for the clown. No, and you know, like to document what essentially is assault, and like probably, <laughs> it really, it really yeah, is you know, like like this is something like police could use as evidence in court. They're if these evidence are real. videos. Yeah, it's it's like filming. Is it? I mean, is filming it, a murder spree almost? It's just dumb. There was one video that I did not watch that said it was just over ten minutes long. I don't know how you beat a clown for that long. Yeah, that's a long, long time. <laughs> it's like you're beating the clown till there's literally nothing left but paint on pavement. And you hope like maybe some of these are setups. Maybe some of these none are none of not these were real. setups. But from what you were saying, these looked legitimate. Which again is like, you know, well, I, ha- I have my Fifth Amendment right not to incriminate myself, but here's my video of me beating up a clown. <laughs> Do with that what you will, jury. You know, like this is this is. Not I, got, a, a I gotta thing. wonder if something like that goes to trial, where the person that beats a clown is on trial. If the clown's intent comes into question, I don't know. I mean, because wouldn't he have a First Amendment right to be a clown? Well, I feel like if you dress up as a clown and go out in public. 
There should be a reasonable expectation that you could be beaten at any given moment. I guess. But, the, you know, <laughs> like, you... Uh, do... What, like, equal protection under the law should also apply <laughs> to clowns? Clown rights? <laughs> clown rights. Clown rights? They have uh, the- <laughs> not to be a clown rights advocate over here, but... We can send that one to the Supreme Court. <laughs> we'll send that one to the Supreme Court, see how they feel about clown rights. Clown but rights. Our first, first <laughs> Amendment, a right to be a clown. Uh, <laughs> so ridiculous. And it, but, you know, like... It is speech, I guess. I, yeah. Like, I will, so, I will so put this out there. If you watch one clown video, that's enough. Yeah. you. I mean, not even like... A clown a, beating video? You've, you've seen one, you've seen them all, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not like the, it's not like the underlying story changes in any of them. No. No. It's, it's, it's violence not, for the sake of violence. It's not like people start to beat a clown and go re- and realize, oh my God, I made a mistake. You're here to make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, no, no. None of these seem to have a happy ending. <laughs> no. It's it's not like um like you can hear the clown shoes honking as the beating is taking place or there's some sort of punchline at the end. There is no joke. <laughs> no. It's it's just there's, a lot of There's brutality. many more red welts than just the clown's nose when people are done. You uh, wouldn't believe some of the violence these people harbor towards clowns. It's I don't I I mean I can I understand see, I being can understand, yeah I can understand the the queasiness with clowns and and the like not liking them around I I once learned that uh, one of the coworkers that I had at like a part time job was a clown and I was like very off put by that I'm like I can't we, imagine. we can't be friends anymore kind of you know <laughs> like like what are you why are you why are you why you know and it's like yeah me and my girlfriend we are both clowns and it's like you you met your girlfriend being a clown it That's was just a, like the weirdest i feel like thing. that should be a red flag for both of them i mean he was a really nice guy though so you could see That's, like maybe yeah, but i don't know but it's, but it's, it's just, a clown paint that brings out that alter ego though it maybe maybe you know and i forget like it was like it, it was a classic clown name like bojangles or something like that and he's like bojangles you gotta you gotta put your your clown paint on, and you know, like there's a whole thing. To all it. all my clown accents are a deep, southern, scary, terrible accent. They all blend. They're all the same. Okay, so what's <laughs> what's the most creepy thing that you can say as a clown in that voice? Hello, little boy. Okay, um, uh, what's my creepy clown impression? You got something? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to die, children. <laughs> That's a good one. I I hope your kids upstairs heard that. <laughs> yeah, um, that that might have scared them a little bit, but I, I was not expecting that. Hello, little boy. <laughs> that's that's hey, like, hey. that's like the Deliverance clown. If there was a clown <laughs> oh, in Deliverance, God. oh man, that's how he would sound. Well, because that's as kind of like the Rob Zombie movies. What is the the clown I'm, in the Rob Zombie? I didn't movies? watch any of them. Oh man, like Houses of a Thousand Corpses. I know of them. I just haven't yeah. seen them. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. But uh, he, he is truly a creepy clown. I feel like that guy deserves to be on the list. Like I said, there's other lists. You can rank yeah. clowns however you yeah. want. This was just... <laughs> like I said, the biggest one on here that caught my attention was Crotchy the Clown. Crotchy the Clown. Yeah. Regrettable. A lot like this beer. This... <laughs> nice tie-in. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Segway. Segway. I did not set out for this whole <laughs> episode to be about cl- creepy clowns and people's hatreds of clowns. Yes. Because I mentioned, of course, that we're co-workers, so I know that you used to be a journalist and have some fun stories from that. Yes. Most uh, of interest to me is your interview with Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yes, from The <clears throat> Evil Dead. So that was that was amazing. So this was like when I was first starting out in journalism, like right out of college. And my editor knew that I was a big Bruce Campbell fan, so he's like, he was coming into town to talk about the man with the screaming brain. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that one yet. I yeah. need to. I, uh, Bubba Which, Hotep is yeah. freaking fantastic. Yes. One and of my that, favorites. Yeah, definitely amazing. So. Where Bruce Campbell is an elderly Elvis in a retirement home that's... Being chased by a mummy. That's what it is, yes. Yes. It's been a long time since I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, so that's that's why it's, It sounds uh, ridiculous, but it's ridiculously awesome. It is. It was surprisingly high quality. I mean, it, you know, like, how could it go wrong? But that that is a movie. Definitely, it could not have been the best movie, but that was, yeah, that's definitely a good one. But uh, very, very amazing to interview, you know, and... Uh, I can only imagine. Yeah, because he... I feel of, like he basically plays himself in most of the things that he does, just to extreme extents. 
Yeah, and it was based on the circumstances. Yeah, and it was interesting too because I asked him a little bit about like what was it like making the first Evil Dead movie and what was it like working with the Raimis and that kind of thing. And the thing that I never picked up on that apparently I guess it, maybe other people had picked up up on is that the whole movie is slapstick. Like it. it was, oh yeah, it's them trying to do like the Three Stooges. Well. Have you read any of his books? I, I know you didn't read I, them I before read, you talked I did to not, him, right? Well, I was in the midst of reading okay. one. So I was I was kind of like... He's got three books. Yeah. I didn't read the memoir. I read the novel. Okay. The the, his first, Yeah, his first book was a lot of the behind-the-scenes recording yep. of Evil Dead and things like that. The second book, Make Love the Bruce Campbell Way. Yeah, that's which the one is, I read. You could not have come up a better with a better name if you were him. <laughs> And that was a very uh, saucy like, uh, book cover, too. Yeah. A fictional story where he plays himself just an entirely ridiculous fictional yes. scenario. And if, if you're a fan, that's probably worth it. Oh, it is that. classic Bruce. And, of course, his third book was more behind-the-scenes stuff and just since the Evil Dead days. Yeah, really. and it was, it was interesting to talk to him, too, because um, my home state is Michigan, so they're... The Ramies and him, they were all from, like, the Detroit area. Oh, yeah. So it was interesting to talk to him about, like, what it was like to have grown up in Michigan and then gone on to do bigger and better things. And amazingly enough, he signed off the phone call by saying, shop smart, <laughs> shop as smart. That's I, like, awesome. Uh, yeah. It, it I would have, I would have just sat there holding the phone with, like, my jaw dropped. I think I've told you, like, parts of this story before, and, and you've been, like, That's why I brought very, it up. very amazed. Yeah. Yeah, because you you're you're. I'm a, a huge Bruce fan, Campbell fan. Yeah. I have a uh, a Bruce Campbell mouse pad that my girlfriend <laughs> girlfriend Sarah <laughs> gave me, which I feel like it was probably the most uncomfortable thing she ever bought. Cause she can't stand the Army of Darkness really, movie. really, or Bruce Campbell. She's, uh, and of course, I have the Army of Darkness poster that I hung up at work. Yep, yeah, gives a lot of comments. It does, it does. And you uh, briefly changed your profile picture. Uh, at work to Bruce Campbell. Oh yes, um, we at work we have our own internal instant messaging system where you can put up your profile <laughs> profile picture. I tried to import a, a picture of Bruce Campbell, uh, just his head. It was up for two weeks before I got that official email saying yep. this needs to change. Yeah, it's not yeah. you. <laughs> well, the other one too was Kevin Bacon because you, oh, you do have you do have kind of a, it's a, a Kevin Bacon esque. I've posted this on Facebook and. I'll have to post it on Instagram and see what people see, or and Twitter. Separated at birth. There is this picture of Kevin Bacon. Uh, well, before we go into this, it looks like we're ready for beer number five. Yes. So uh, we are down to the last two here. Down to the last two. So we have one that's. Um, I think uh, I'm gonna just do this Sam Adams one that I've never heard of. Yeah, I think we might need a bottle opener to do that. Hold one. on. All right. I have a Always bottle opener prepared. on my keychain because that. There's nothing like having a bottle opener on your keychain. This is a Sam Adams Raspberry Lemon Goose? Goose? Gozy? Gozy? I don't know what don't that know is. How to, apparently, it's a it's a style of beer. Neither one of us had heard of it. And, you know, we're pretty versed in that world. I've never heard that term before we Maybe got it's like a beer. fruit beer. I, I mean, you can... Uh, I guess one of us, eventually, when we have a free hand, can Google... And figure out what the hell this um, is, because I don't know what that kind of beer is. Uh, but this was this internet was... reception doesn't work down here, buddy. We oh, are in man. Mike's basement. Oh man, for this homebrew edition. Okay, let me let me see if I can get some well, get on the Wi-Fi over well, here. We'll, we'll we'll worry about it another time. Okay, but this this was if you want to know what G O S E is, just yes. Google it <laughs> and tell us. Yes. Leave a comment down below. Leave a comment and tell us what, like the, and he- subscribe. what the hell we're drinking. And also like and subscribe. <laughs> so let's let's give this one a quick sniff and taste. It doesn't really have a, a strong have, odor. It doesn't have as much of a smell as opposed no. to the pork slap we just tried. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God, that's like, that's like fruit-flavored oh. f- fish bucket water. That's that's like a fucking bilge water tank. That's nasty. That was bad because you're dropping f bombs over there. This is this is not a friendly beer. This was one of the ones when we were at the store that they like even more so than any other. They were laughing out of the store. Oh yeah. Know? And for the sake of their privacy, we will not reveal which store this was. No. 
it's a it's a good store. It is a very good store. And like I said, we asked for the worst of and the worst. And we did ask, yes. So it's not like we went there and they just gave us bad shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it didn't hit me as much on the first sip. It hit me more on the second. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. That is... Oh, oh that man. is unpleasant. Oh. But we're sucking this down for the listeners. Oh, God. Oh, that's that's brutal, man. Oh. Words escape me right now. It is. It's... um. Did you ever see the episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 where they're reviewing Manos, The Hands of Fate? And I did can, not. You can tell like their brain is dying because it's such a bad movie. I feel like this is the Manos, The Hands of Fate of beer. This is a very bad beer. I got to tell you, as bad as this is, I'm looking least forward to the one we saved for last. Yes. So, uh, Oh, which? No. No, we'll get there. Surprises. Yes. We'll, we'll get there. No teasers. Okay. Okay. But uh, what were we talking about? Oh, Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon, yeah. Why I can call him dad. Yes, your, your father, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. My father. If you're listening, the... please contact Chris Osborne. <laughs> uh, there's a picture of Kevin Bacon out there on the internets that, uh, it's I don't know, it's got to be like 1980s, I would it, guess, right? Early 80s? Yeah, it's when he's very Super young. young Kevin Bacon that literally looks like a mirror image of myself. Yes, and that one you had up, and people didn't I, catch on for a long, long no, time. No, after I was told to take down my Bruce Campbell picture <laughs> profile picture at work, I put up this picture of Kevin Bacon, and it went around for a couple weeks. I even got an email, and I think this I said, is oh, this, you I really think, look like Kevin. I Bacon. think this is what sealed the fate. What caused me to get the official email to take it down? Because yeah. someone probably had a stick up their butt. I get an email from one of the people, a group email, so there was a number of people on it going, dead ringer for Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and I had to reply, that is Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you you, you could maybe I'll, recreate that photo. In, I, that is my goal. Like, I got to grow yeah. my hair out a little bit, get a leather jacket to fling over my shoulder. And I'll put this picture up for people to see. And if you did that and you posted that at work, they couldn't tell you to take no. that down. I got to I got to find that orangish background yeah. that it's it was in. A, it was like a very burnt orange, like a weird color. <gasps> Probably some like photographer's background that they're like, oh, hey, yeah. stand in front of this guy. It, it, you know? it was like um, a headshot or something for like his yeah, it's like early a back, acting. Like day. a studio backdrop in some photographer's studio. Somewhere. And it's funny because he was he just came through town with his brother because they, they have a band called the Bacon Brothers. <laughs> and yes. I thought, how great would it be if I got to like? Because you, were, I've you never listened to any to, of their music. To, yeah, and you I were was hoping to meet him. Backstage. I threw out that hell Mary email to like their media person. Hey, <laughs> would would Kevin Bacon and his brother be interested in being on a podcast? And my, I've taken a paternity test. I know it's you. <laughs> I like because all I wanted to do was to just walk in there with that picture and go, "Hi, Dad." <laughs> yes, that that would have been a hell of a time. I did find more out about this style of beer. If oh, you would like to read that, I will take a look at this. Goose? Is that Goose? Goose? I call it goose. Goose. Goose has two two O's, right? I don't know because it's a German word. So Goose is a top fermented beer that originated in Goslar, Germany. I'm again. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing mm. that correctly. Uh, it's brewed with at least fifty percent of the grain bill being malted wheat. Dominant flavors in Goose include a lemon sourness, herbal, charismatic, and strong saltiness. I get, I mean, I can, I get the saltiness if, coming. If through. there's one thing I want in my beer, it's salt. Yeah, like, but why? Why though? Like, why is this a style of beer? You know what I mean? The, I, I guess what? I would have to have a good version of this to know. You asked the perfect question, and that's simply just why. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? So um, I drink this, I take a sip, and I just ask myself, why? So let us know if you know the correct pronunciation of this word, and also let us know if there's a better version of it that's not the weird Sam Adams that's not Sam raspberry Adams, Raspberry lemon goose. Give me the goose. Give me the goose. <laughs> the like goose is loose. The goose is loose. Again, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, yeah. And your father. Okay, my father. <laughs> But back to the journalism at Bruce Campbell. Yes. Uh, it's on the bucket list to try to meet him somehow, some ways. I know, because you've form. been trying hard for many years. And, I have. and Bruce, if you're listening, please come Bruce, on the podcast. Bruce, I'm going to tag you in this podcast <laughs> and expect that no one will ever hear it. But yes. So other interesting journalism stories. 
I know you covered a burrito eating competition. I covered a burrito eating competition. And this was shortly after we had our son. So birth weights of human children was fresh on your mind, like top of mind. So the burrito eating contest, this was in New Paltz uh, at one of the bars there. This is like the biggest burrito I'd ever seen. This is like if you had two normal, two maybe two and a half normal dinner plates. He needed like a cafeteria lunch tray to get this thing on. <laughs> this was a six pound burrito, and you have like three or four people at this bar in New Paltz trying to eat a burrito oh, that's so. six pounds. You have some kids. This that wasn't are, a single person. It is a single person. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's like up, one of those food challenges. Food challenges, trying to eat it as fast as they could. Like this was this was gruesome. You know, like there there are human children born who weigh less than this burrito. You know, like that's a, that's a that's a big ass. Burrito. That is a. I could not no couldn't do it couldn't do it yeah yeah it was uh one I, of the I weirdest would, things I've ever covered as a journalist I would die if I was trying or if I managed to finish it I don't know if I'd ever leave the bathroom yeah yeah it it because it's like <clears throat> you know what do you what do you do you know I, you can understand like maybe the hot hot dog eating competition on Coney Island like Kobayashi or, or whoever the you know I can only eat like two hot dogs to be yeah. I don't know how they do it it's pretty amazing it is I'm ready for the last beer. All right, I have a little bit more of this one. I'm you chug that chug raspberry that lemon. Yeah. That's oh god. Oh man. Well, I introduce our last beer, which is called Red Bridge Gluten-Free Sorghum Beer. I don't. How would you? What's that look like to you? Yeah, that's sorghum. Um, so this was really interesting to us because, like, how do you have a, a beer which the primary oh. ingredient is? You know, gluten this was uh, one of some of sort. The guy that helping us picking them out. This was another remark I remember. Oh, gluten free. That's why it doesn't sell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I noticed as I picked it up, it says Anheuser Busch at the bottom. Oh, this yeah. is going to be terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, normally if you are gluten free, the thing that you're probably going to be trying to drink is a cider, maybe some wine, because both of those are fruit based, so they're not going to have gluten in it. So you have you already have alternatives, you know what I mean? You're not you in no way need to be drinking this beer. This is not like a medical requirement. I've never heard of or seen this before. Yes. So this this is a very uh Red Bridge Red, Red Bridge. Bridge beer. Is it like an ale? Does it does it have a style of beer? Is it like a pilsner? It do, it says It just m- says Red Bridge. It just says made without wheat or barley. <sighs> This is not going to be fun, man. I can already tell. I can, well, uh, I can tell. Look, the, the finish line is in sight. This is the last one. Uh, and we have chugged this make-your-own-six-pack in an hour. So Yes. While we talked about creepy clowns. And this is this is a regrettable make-your-own-six-pack. This is not oh, like... Oh, this is the make-your... This is... Uh, is there a word for six, like trifecta, like trifecta for three? I, don't, I mean, it, it's probably sexfecta, but that sexfecta sounds really bad. Sexfecta from hell. Yeah, I feel like that has multiple meanings. It's the <laughs> sex fecta from hell, but we'll go with that. Uh, I mean, there's got to be a word that's like that, but yeah, you know, because normally you go to the beer store, you're like, let's 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 get something we're excited about in our maker on six pack. This is not that six. No, pack. this is this, this is the opposite this of is what exact. This is the opposite that. six pack of what you would be excited about. No. Yeah, this is not a good Friday night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, <laughs> cheers. Well, but let me put it this way: I mean, the end effect is really the same. We'd be feeling the same with good beer. That's true. That's good true. beers at this point because so, it's it's not like you can tell it still has alcohol in it. You know, it's not like you're you're not feeling any effect at all. It's just I have heartburn and I kind of regret my life choice. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one smells like Dale's Pale Ale tasted, which I said it tasted like goat urine. It smells kind of like like chalky, like mint almost. Oh wow, that's bad. Oh, what is the uh, the green anti diarrheal medicine? <laughs> it tastes like that. Is there a green one? Yeah, like that. That's liquid? not Pepto. No, not Pepto. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it's that that green. Nasty sludge from the medicine counter. I don't. I don't know. This has. I want to say this has like some taste I've tasted before, but I just can't place. Does it say what's in this? Like what they used? Garbage. (laughs) Straight from water, fermented sorghum, uh, corn syrup, hops, and yeast. 
So those the gen- are the ingredients. The, as vague as they can be. As vague as they can be, but yeah. Um, would you like me to look up what sorghum is so we we know what we're drinking? You can try. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea what that is. This is a very. I mean, it's just. It's not. Oh, speaking of not goats, a bad flavor, right? It's not the worst of the six. It's not flavor the worst wise. Of the six flavor wise, but it's it's it doesn't taste like beer. It does not. No. I don't know if that's just the fact that there's no gluten in it. I mean, that is one of the uh, primary ingredients of a beer. Going back to Dale's Pale Ale, and speaking of goats, you saw earlier today about the goats in Boise, Idaho. The goats of Boise, Idaho were on the loose. Today. They were on the loose. This was the this was the news article of the day. The news article of the day. New York Times even covered it. It was that big. It was a hundred. Around 100 goats. Approximately 100 goats. Approximately 100 goats that randomly got loose and nobody knew from where in Boise, Idaho. Through a res- They got loose through a residential neighborhood just eating everything they saw. People's lawns, Flowers, flower beds, yeah. their gardens, all the vegetation on their trees. I'm like, Ugh. I can't imagine opening the door to leave for work and seeing 75 or 100 goats just staring back at me. I'd feel yeah. like that's Chris. That's you're sound, not going to work today. That sound, what the hell is going on with all these goats? That sound creeps me out. <laughs> I feel like they'd be sitting. It's like I forgot who I was talking to, but I just pictured some guy standing there, like watering his lawn with the getting <laughs> head butted by a goat. No, he's standing there with the hose and the nozzle in his hand, watering the lawn. He has like headphones on. He just turns around <laughs> and there's there's a hundred goats sta- sitting there staring at him, looking like they're ready to eat his skin. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I mean, there is a reason why goats are associated with, like, the occult, you know, because they're a freaky-looking animal. Oh. Have, do you know, like, the, the goat eye is, like, have you ever seen, like, a close-up picture of a goat eye? Because they're, uh, they're no. like, a line across the I can tell you the, what I have seen, iris. What's that? Clown beatings. Clown beatings, <laughs> yes. Nice segue, Chris. <laughs> that And it all comes full circle. Um, you seem haunted. Uh, I am I am haunted <laughs> by what I have seen. <laughs> I mean, you you have talked about this several times today. I, I it's it was all, all coming it's, back to the clown. It's been so distracting. Well, so okay, so do you know <laughs> back, back to goats? That, no, no, no. But back to clowns. What what was it about the clowns that that you're like? Okay, I really need to do this. Like this this is going to be my day. Just where what was that spark in your head? You, I don't, you must have had like I something. don't know. We started talking about the creepiness of clowns, and then it went to John Wayne Gacy. Yep. And there's just I mean, there's and then a I lot. found, yeah. and then I started reading like research articles. What makes clowns creepy? The like face cli- pain, climbing up that creepy clown ladder. I was like, Gotta is, find is out the that... face pain the abnormalities under the yep. face pain? Yep. The, but essentially not knowing, not being able to read their face and knowing what they want to do. Yeah. Unpredictability. Yeah. Yes, it's the unpredictability behind a lot the clown. like a goat. A lot like a goat. Yeah, eating your uh, eating your shrubbery. I will say, <laughs> as they went through town, destroying eating everyone's lawns and vegetation, they were apparently. <laughs> I looked it up later on because I really wanted to know how this saga ended, as they refer to it as the. Uh, oh, I forgot the term. Goat scapade. It was the goat apocalypse at first. Yes, goat. Apocalypse. Then it was the goat scapade. Yep. Which was a goat magetting. Goat magetting. I don't. Goat scapade might have been my favorite. It sounds like that's like goats on ice. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like let's go to the goat scapade, man. Slap some ice skates on them. Put them on or some. Put them in a rink. <laughs> I would. I might pay to see that. Uh, that would be that would be a very interesting show, the Goat's Capade. The Goat's Capade. Goat's Capade, coming to the egg in Albany. Better than Marvel on Ice, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but as it turns out, they were, as the article put it, professional goats. Professional goats, a paid service. A paid service by a company called We Rent Goats. Yes, we uh, creative creative name. <laughs> it's a creative name because if you were wondering. What company calls themselves We Rent Goats? They do exactly as they say. You know, nothing that, more, nothing less. No false advertising. No, there, there is no false advertising. They do rent goats. <laughs> they just rent out goats to just eat your weeds and whatever you want them to eat. 
I, I almost said only in the Midwest, but I'm sure it's everywhere. Well, because it's um, actually, and I have, that was uh, maybe tying back to the journalism stuff. The goat thing is... See, I knew this would come full it's circle. Legit, yeah, because you learn, one of the weird things about journalism is you learn just a little bit about everything, and it's entirely useless. It doesn't help <laughs> you in any way. Um, but so, <laughs> so the goats, they're used to eat poison ivy a lot as yep. instead of using like chemicals to spray yeah. the poison ivy but yeah so but essentially it came down to or like com- weeds in your a garden. company called we rank goats was doing something nearby and all the goats got loose but that is still hilarious because i just picture someone stepping outside seeing 100 goats destroying their lawn calling yes. calling their boss i can't make it to work i'm trapped inside by goats I mean, that would be a, a hell of a phone call to field. As, as I feel like you would have to take a picture and send like, it along so they know you're not lying. Did, uh, can you say that again, Chris? Did you just say goats? You're trapped inside by well, it's goats? Like, was that, I was reading something about Alaska like where mooses or something like that will stand in people's driveways. I can see that. You, you don't and people mess. call in because you don't want to mess yeah. with a moose. And people will call in to work. There's a moose in the way. Cause and they're like, it's all right. Either it's the bull moose. And you don't want to mess with the bull moose. Or it's the cow moose, who's probably a mom, like, protecting the baby moose. Neither of which would be something to go up against. No. I don't, want to, I don't want to mess with a moose. Be like, yeah, there's a, there's a grizzly bear standing in front of my car. Let me go to work. It's like, nah, maybe go inside. Like, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> like, eh, take some time, you know. <laughs> it's, it's not a moment to get in the car. Uh, again, I forgot where this conversation started. <laughs> it all started with a very bad six pack. <laughs> that's where this whole and this uh, this incredible journey. This entire podcast to. is is just a display of when things go sideways. Oh yeah, you thought you were going to have a fun time at the circus until you saw that damn clown. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life is ruined. You you went to the beer store. You got a got a bad thing of beer. Got a bad batch. Essentially, this night came down to bad beer, clown beatings. <laughs> And goats. You know, that's a hell of an episode, Chris. <laughs> uh, so I think it's about time. To, <laughs> I think it's about time to wrap this up. Yes. We, first off, we talked about clowns a lot longer than I anticipated. Yes, that was that was not intentional. No, that was that was not intentional. I wanted to print it up and talk about it a little bit, but we, we really lost track with that. We, you know, as as maybe befitting being haunted by the creepiness of bad beer. And bad clowns. Bad beer, bad clowns, as we wrap up with this Red Bridge gluten-free nonsense. Monstrosity. Monstrosity. Goatstrosity. Goatstrosity. Goat apocalypse. Goat Uh, It it tastes like a goat. (laughs) If I licked a goat, I imagine this is what it would taste like. I like that. Yes. Uh, That should be their tagline. (laughs) Red Bridge beer. It tastes like like a goat. goat It tastes like like licking a goat. Oh no! Uh, let me slip into my generic Southern clown voice. It tastes like licking a goo. <clears throat> the South, where men are men and goats aren't safe. Oh yes, could be the Midwest too. I don't know. Um, it it might be a sheep or a cow. Uh, oh, that's right, like the sheep. Yeah, yeah. Where men are men and sheep are scared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we did. I did have actually a couple suggestions as I put out the Facebook and Twitter posts. I'm still trying to suck down this last few sips of this beer. I don't know how I made it through Red this was, before you did. I, uh, uh, For uh, the listener, rather Chris, Chris's face is extremely pained right now. It is. He's, uh, it looks like someone is like uh, stabbing his arm with a knife. He, he's not having fun. All right. I'm, I might throw up later now. And not from too much, just from quality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a few beer suggestions I had. Aaron Sturdevant responded to one of my posts. Friend of mine, somebody I met, does a pretty cool horror podcast. Horror with Sir Sturdy. Uh, check right. that out. Suggested Magic Hat Stout, which I've never tried. No, but it, um, they're not really known for their stouts. I didn't, so th- I didn't be... think. I'm not a big stout fan to begin yeah. with, but mag- that's not something Magic Hat's known for, right? No. And of course, Anthony from, from the Video Game Crosstalk podcast yes. fame tweeted i think it was a sam adams okay that might be the <laughs> sam right. adams we're drinking now it's not the same one we're drinking and then oh. in and then in parentheses he put okay not a craft beer but it was something like bonfire ale or campfire lager oh, and it was bad. like drinking liquid smoke 
It was humorous at first. <laughs> it was humorous at first for the experience, and then it was just nasty. Uh, yeah, I mean, Anthony, the... Uh... I can the, tell the you now. The raspberry one is not much better. No, I can tell you now. You don't want to avoid the raspberry lemon, as well. I know the one that I wanted to try that we weren't able to. Oh, try what, this. what was that? It was a uh, Bud Light with clamato. Oh, is that a thing? It was a thing, and I feel I like that would any, that that sounds. Really I feel horrendous. like. I feel like the taste of that would be if I drank it and then vomited back into the can and then it drank it the again same. and then drank it again. I feel like that would be the final taste. It, it would be the same. It would be the same. There would be no flavor difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, uh, I think it's time to close everything out. I Generally, I have notes in front of me how I want to close out a show. My laptop died <laughs> as yes. we've been drinking and talking about clowns, goats, and nonsense. So, Mike, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. This has been an experience. It sure has. <laughs> <laughs> that was some gross beer. That was some gross beer, but we finished all of it. We got our money's worth. You don't let beer go to waste. No. Although maybe we should have. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you were going to make an exception, this uh, this would fall in that category. Yes. Thank you, everyone out there, for listening to this episode and of course the podcast the podcasting community is a really great community you can follow stories from a bar at on facebook and on twitter and instagram at stories fab stories fab as i just referred to it you can also follow myself at cs osborne 83 on twitter and of course be sure to subscribe review give that five star review because i know you want to yeah you know people want to mike's gonna do it mike's gonna I, I it it does help though. I refuse it to really, leave. It, it really it, does. It helps. You know. It gets out. The, help spread the word. And I'm gonna sit here and not leave your house until you until see I you see you click five, star. click five stars. <laughs> and uh, so until next time, everybody. Until episode seven, I say cheers. Cheers. cheers.